Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to Origin Gate Wisdom's Echo Daily Podcast. Share a thought for the day. I've been pondering since the beginning of the new year all about my relationship with Yahweh, Yeshua and Holy Spirit. I always leaned more towards Yeshua just because as a very small child. Yeshua, Jesus, I love saying Jesus, whatever is in your heart, whether you say Jesus, Messiah, Jesus Christ, Yeshua. Wow, always been my favourite. But over the years, individually, corporately, in the perichoresis of Truin, Father, Son and Holy Spirit, I've grown a relationship with each of them. I was pondering with you today about the blood of Jesus. Because Jesus is a mediator of a new covenant, it says right through scripture. The one God, the mediator, the son of the most high God. What does that mean to each one of us? What does that mean to me personally? Just one drop of his blood. His blood is not stopped speaking. The blood of Abel, the first blood that was ever shed on the earth. It soaked the Garden of Eden. Soaked into the cosmos, into outer time and space. And I believe it's the blood that brings and will bring now and forever restitution to the land, to our lives, to our families, to humanity. Thank you, Jesus. And as I was pondering this, I had a few words come together as I was listening to one of my friends' song. You keep bleeding, love. There you will find me. Feeding, breathing, love. Tears of blood. Bleeding love, you keep on bleeding love. My heart is fixed on you. Body, soul, spirit, eludes blood in love. You keep on bleeding love. Jesus. Over the years, as my relationship has changed, as I've grown up, matured in lots of areas in intimacy and understood a lot more about the personality, the character of Jesus, Yeshua. I often get asked about the appearance of Jesus, how I first saw him, what does he look like? White light, a visible man. But it's all done as we know through faith. And I believe that in this time and season, those divinely granted physical, face-to-face, eye-to-eye appearances of Jesus. Because there are promises through the whole of Scripture. Wow. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Because the blood of Jesus... The Son of God cleanses us from all our sin. 
The blood of Jesus justifies us from all condemnation. When accusations come from the devil, they are nullified because we are made righteous as if we have never sinned through the grace and that one drop of blood. But he keeps on bleeding blood of love. The blood of Jesus sanctifies us and makes us consecrated unto him because we are dedicated to him and set apart. The blood of Jesus cleanses our conscience from acts that lead to death so that we may serve the living God. I love this. The blood of Jesus makes us enter the most holy place as we serve the most holy God. The blood of Jesus grants us victory over Satan and all his principalities. The blood of Jesus is the reason for my everlasting rejoicing. The cross, the greatest expression of love. Jesus is our reward. Our King of Kings. Our strong tower we run into. I love what it says in Psalm 17, 15, it says, I will continue beholding your face in righteousness. In righteousness, justice and right standing with you. Oh, I will be fully satisfied when I awake to find myself beholding your face and having sweet communion with you. I will look you, the message says, full on the face. I will see your full stature and live heaven on earth. It's so amazing. That blood of Jesus. Wow. Thank you, Lord. Over the years, my relationship has grown and grown and grown. As I've engaged intimacy with Jesus. My faith has always been very simple. From the age of seven, when I was given a book, that was called, If Jesus Came to My House and Knocked Upon the Door. I'd sure I'd be more happy than I'd ever been before. I'd run downstairs to meet him, the door I'd open wide. And I would say to Jesus, oh, won't you come inside? And I may have shared this before, the age of 14, and I was having a really bad asthma attack. My room went cloudy and mystery, misty. And Jesus appeared to me in my bedroom with somebody else as well. And I actually was expecting it. I wasn't startled like encounters I've had with Angelic and the cloud of witnesses in Yahweh. Gosh, that is another story. But it made me think about, some of you will have heard of William Branham. And right now I am so honouring the saints. There are so many people around me that are sick or in hospital. And I've lost a few very close friends in, in their young years, not elderly, recently with different sicknesses. 
So I've been honouring more than ever the Celtic saints that walked in miraculous awe and wonder, signs and wonders and incredible healings. Patrick, Bridget, the mystical saints, St John of the Cross, St Francis of Assisi. Wow, I love to read about them. It, let, it makes my faith rise and all the beautiful stories in scripture. But not all. For the faint-hearted. But many years ago, I picked up a book that I've not read in recent years. The Supernatural Life of William Branham. I'm just going to read a very small portion. Just let your faith rise wherever you are, whatever you're doing today. It's called Visitation of Jesus. One night, after most of the family had gone to bed, this is William Branham speaking. They called him Billy. He lay on a pallet in a front room, praying for his father, who was drinking in the local tavern. Now, William Branham, many of you may not have heard of him, but those of you will will know that he walked in the most incredible healing signs and wonders. But his life from a young boy was a very difficult life. He suffered greatly from sickness himself and his father was a drunk and he lived in abject poverty. But he would go off into the wilderness, into the forest, into the caves and there he, would, he forged his relationship with the perichroesis and particularly with Jesus. While Billy prayed, he had an impression, a thought as if a voice was saying, rise up. That still small voice of calm and shalom. Rise up. He stood up and walked outdoors, not knowing why, but feeling like he was being drawn towards something. And often people say to me, well, how do you sense, how do you feel Jesus? Often I don't see a thing at the start or I just get an impression. I just sense a nearness. I call it a knowing and knowing in my chest. I might feel heat. I might just feel a comfort presence. Remembering Holy Spirit is our comfort, Paracleto. Paracleto, he comes alongside and rubs shoulders with us. He walked outdoors not knowing why, but feeling like he was being drawn towards something or somebody. Behind the house where he lived, there was a footpath that crossed several vacant lots of overgrown broomstead bushland which is a reddish knee-high kind of grass common in the area where he lived. Billy followed the path by starlight. When he reached the centre of the field he knelt down and bowed his head, folded his hands and continued praying for his father, his earthly father. Suddenly he opened his eyes and was startled to see a man standing ten feet in front of him. A most unusual man, short and slight of build, but hair down to his shoulders. A close-trimmed close beard and a white robe that stood out clearly under the stars. The man was standing sideways to Bill, looking straightward to the east, forward, looking forward. He was peaceful. He was a peaceful figure. His hands were folded and his feet were staggered 
one foot slightly ahead of the other. Billy looked a second time at those feet. Incredibly, they were not touching the ground. Now wait a minute, Billy thought. As he bit his own knuckles, hard enough to hurt, I am not asleep. No, I was praying there, praying for my dad, for his salvation. And something said to come outside, to come here, to rise up. And here stands this man in front of me. It all seemed very real. The same breeze that tugged at the tall grass caused this man's white robe to ripple in the wind. Bill snapped off a piece of broomstick grass and stuck it in his mouth like a toothpick. Oh yes, he was awake. He thought, that looks like the Lord Jesus. I wonder if it is. That's exactly what happened to me. That divinely granted appearance of Jesus when I was 14. Stepping off the path, Bill moved himself so he could see a little more of the man's face clearer. He cleared his throat. <clears throat> the man didn't move, Bill thought. I believe I will call him. Out loud, he said, Jesus, Jesus. The man turned and held out his arms. Wow. The last thing that Billy remembered was these outstretched arms of his beloved Jesus. He lost consciousness and pitched forward, but not before the face of Jesus was stamped forever in his memory. A face so rich in character, no artist in the world could ever paint it. It was a face stern with authority. He looked as if he would speak, and if he spoke, the world would end, and yet his eyes radiated such kindness and compassion and love. At daybreak, Billy came to himself, still in the broomstead grassy field, shivering from the cold night air and from his wet pyjama shirt. Eventually, he realised they were tear-soaked of his own tears. He walked home in utter disarray, love, Surprise, shock. But that image, that face so rich of character, was imprinted and stamped upon his memory forever. I bless you. Have an awesome day. Baruch Atah. Shalom. Shalom. <laughs>